0: Jackson somehow Welcome back to another edition of Sports Chat It's your boy DJ I know I've been gone for an episode or two Um, I can't even remember what episode this is This is kind of impromptu But I had to come on and talk about this past game Um, But I'm trying to just make sure that I elevate my voice Because when I listen to (laughs) my past couple episodes I'm like, man, I'm talking so low And that's because Always do this before my daughters wake up So, it's a little somber Monday for a couple of reasons Um, Yesterday my daughters and my wife and I Was coming from the cemetery to visit her mom It was her birthday on the 5th So, you know, as we put the flowers and the balloons And took pictures and all of that at the gravesite We were riding back over to where we live My car started feeling a little bit funny And for those that know about Honda's, I don't know why. I probably got to get looked into, but I've been having to add oil because Honda's just burn oil so much. So I thought it was that. I checked my oil before we left and I'm like, okay, the oil is fine. And then as we were actually headed over to get something to eat, I noticed that the car just was feeling funny. I felt a little jerk and I'm like, what is going on? It's a 2019 Hyundai Sonata SEL. Push button, all that. So I poured it over, you know. Saw the oil was a little bit lost. Oh, let me put some oil in here because I saw it before, but I thought the oil was at a reasonable level. Well, I guess it wasn't. I started to call back up. Then I said, you know what, we just want to go home. We went home, and it was like in the idle position. It, it gave that feeling to what it gave a year ago when I needed my spark plugs replaced. I was a little nervous, (laughs) I called my sister, because she just had this done to her car, and she was like, yeah, it's probably X, Y, and Z, so, just called the servicemen, and it's crazy, because before I called them yesterday, I was thinking that the guy worked on my car a year ago, and who was really cool, whatever, I was like, he probably not even there anymore, so I called him, and that's basically what the the lady said to me, I told her who worked on it, she said, oh, he's no longer here, and I'm just like, that's crazy because i definitely was thinking that he probably wasn't gonna be there which was a random thought um but yeah so now when i call the hyundai blue link which i'm paying for this service is nine dollars a month with that and the remote start they used to have it where it was super duper expensive now they have it where you can pay it on a monthly basis and it's definitely affordable like twenty dollars a month nineteen dollars to be exact and it includes like towing services and, you know, um, if you get a flat, they'll come out and uh, put your um, donut, we call it, <laughs> on your vehicle and um, different things like that. So since I pay for this service and since when I start the car up and the car have a, a, a check engine light that just came on yesterday when I parked it at the house, um, I said, I'm going to use this service because I pay for it. It'll be crazy to me. Um. To not use this service And I did that So um, I'm not able to actually call as of yet Because I have to wait until about nine thirty, ten o'clock Eastern time Because they don't open up until 6am Pacific time I kept calling numbers I'm like I never had to do this before And I definitely don't recall So I'll get that squared away But the gist of the story was how great god is i was pretty far away from my house at the cemetery like i said with my wife um visiting her mom's grave site and if whatever would have happened out there and me having to drive all the way over there to all the way where we were from with it acting crazy and jerking and all whatever like when i was in idle meaning when i'll be at red lights it'll make this little noise or You know, this little coffin fit. You know how people that had issues like that with their car, you know. it. I mean, it kind of freaks you out a little bit because you just think it's just going to shut off. (laughs) But thank God. That's why I had to kind of keep myself from complaining because I'm like, it could have been worse than what it was. And we were able to make it all the way over to my side of town to let's just say maybe 10 minutes away from my house (laughs) for it to do everything there, so. God is great, man. I don't care. Whatever. Probably had to get me a rental for a couple of days or, you know, can ride to work. Luckily, my sister and I work at the same job, you know, pretty much work around the same time. So look how God just worked things out. So the moral of the story is no matter how bad things can get, things could be a whole lot worse. And if you believe in God, believe in Jesus, I need to be specific um he will definitely take care of you and that's the gist of the story so sometimes we just don't need to complain um we just need to sit back and allow him to do his work and then once we allow him to do his work we see how great things turned out and how things could have turned out when we didn't place our faith in him so that's my little gist for today. I just had to spill that, um, but I'm not going to be before you long. No, I didn't go over the Ravens and the Browns game last week. 28-3 win. Lamar and company had a pretty good game. He had two touchdowns on the ground, two in the air, of course, to his primed favorite target in Mark Andrews. Um, so they handled business there really, really well. Um, let me see if I can go back in the stats because I had the stats poured up to see what they did here. Um, yeah, 131 yards on the ground. Um, Gus Edwards and Lamar actually only had three yards to carry, but, you know, they ran the ball pretty decent. They were just at four yards to carry for the day. Um, but, you know, some things that the Ravens need to clean up, of course, the sacks and definitely the fumbles. Lamar had two fumbles in this game. Um, one of them actually lost and recovered um, either by Maurice Hurst II on Jer- uh, Jedrick Williams Jr. I'm not sure which one recovered it, but one of them actually recovered the fumble that happened by, I think it was by um, Drake, if I'm not mistaken. Um, is it Kenyon Dr- Yeah, I think King and Drake fumbled last week, if I'm not mistaken. Now, on to this Ravens game this past week. Um, with the Pittsburgh Steelers I had a feeling something was going to happen um, I said if we could have got all three of the games That we should have got this game Regardless of whatever's going on in Pittsburgh Their horrible offense, all of that We should have had this game um, But I'm thinking like, man What's it too much to ask for to, to, to beat three AFC North opponents in a row Went to the Bengals, beat them 27 24 went to the Browns curbs dumped them 28 to three of course no Deshaun Watson and it later was revealed that Deshaun Watson was able to return to this game he was medically cleared to return to this game but he chose to not be in this game I don't know if he was thinking because the physicality of the Ravens and didn't want to take those hits um but that's another story for another day. So we curve something twenty-eight to three, and then the Baltimore Ravens will travel to the Aquashore, formerly known as the Heinz Field Stadium in Pittsburgh, and would lose. Um, a myriad of drop passes in this game was just crazy. Seven drop passes in this game. Um, I think I got most of them in my notes. I remember the one from Zay Flowers. A clean drop pass he looked like he was thinking of moving or turning around and and, and, and and running with the ball before he even caught it easy pass right in his hands it was his fault point blank period Rashad Bateman dropped a surefied touchdown Lamar threw the ball to him right in his hands it hit him in his hands and I look it the the way that he was trying to catch it with his hands He should have caught it with his body But he did not uh, Nelson Aguilar Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful throw from Lamar Jackson Look almost reminiscent to um, The one that he got I think it was against the Bengals If I'm not mistaken Over the shoulder, beautiful catch um, Similar to that Went straight through his hands it would have been a walk-in touchdown, and I think the Ravens would have been up um, maybe 14-3, to 3, if I'm not mistaken with that one. Zay Flowers, again, tripped over his own feet. And I get it because he was trying to turn around, so this one was a little debatable, him trying to turn and track the ball. didn't look like he could really track the ball, and he tripped over his own feet. That would have been, if not, a touchdown Definitely would have been a catch and would have been in the red zone. Mark Andrews, he had the ball, hit him in his hands, and he dropped it. But that one looked like it had a little bit too much mustard on there. And I don't know if it was catchable for Mark Andrews. And I think this was also the play that right behind him was Zay Flowers. So I didn't know if it was meant for him or meant for Zay Flowers. And then you had Bateman. He missed a deep ball by Lamar Jackson. Um, I think he had trouble tracking the ball as well. I think this was on the left side of the field, if I'm not mistaken. So, I may have not listed all of them, but a lot of drop passes in this game. Absolutely ridiculous. Um And I think this is what kept Pittsburgh in the game, kept giving them hope because you kept giving them a chance to make plays with that trash offense that they have. Let's just be honest because they didn't have Fryer move. He's actually pretty good, pretty good tight end for them. But he was inactive on the day. But they had um, George Pickens, and he is absolutely sensational. And he showed it off. I think he had over 160 yards. And, of course, that touchdown that he caught on Marlon Humphrey, and I'll talk about that in a second let's talk about some of the turnovers in this game all right the fumble by justin justice hill i'm sorry he was a little bit too um too much um, um dancing and shiftiness in in the backfield. i like when he do what he do as far as with his shiftiness i like it but it was just a little bit too much it's kind of like how i am with my chicken right So, if you don't know, I'm a huge fan of fried chicken and pizza and all of that. But let's just stick to the fried chicken. Fried chicken has to be fried pretty well to me. I don't like the gooey skin and all of that. And it has to be seasoned evenly or seasoned really good. Not too much to where it's just too salty and not under seasoned where it's not seasoned enough. That's how I look at Justice Hill and his shiftiness. Um, I like it when he... Don't overdo it. And I'm not saying that he overdid it this way, but the, 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 the cut that he made um, was, I would say it probably was needed, but he did not protect the ball. And it was just an easy force fumble for the Steelers. I forget who punched it out, and it was recovered. Um, the next one, Lamar throwing a fade to OBJ in the end zone. And it was picked off by Steelers Joey Porter Jr. This was just asinine and crazy and just not smart to me on the part of Lamar. For one, he didn't throw it over his right shoulder, which I think which he was trying to do. So he underthrew the ball for one. Two, this is OBJ's first game back since week one, if I'm not mistaken. And you're asking for an older not so healthy OBJ to go up and get the ball. Now, if we had someone else in there, maybe like the ones that they cut, and I think they're on the practice squad. I think his name is Demas. I forget the wide receiver name is for the Ravens, but he was actually pretty tall. If you throwing it up for someone like him that's pretty tall that will possibly go up and try to challenge to get the ball, I get that. But for OBJ just coming back off of this ankle injury, that's a lot to ask for, and I didn't like that play call whatsoever um another one Lamar Jackson sacked and forced fumble was stripped by Alex Highsmith I think this was later in the game I didn't like Lamar's reaction he just kind of stopped and looked and just like okay I guess he didn't want to die for the ball to risk injury I get that but the ball was just waiting on the ground for somebody in a white jersey hit the Ravens to get it but they didn't i think this is the one where tj watt just happened to be there and pick i mean you got to give it to tj watt even though i don't hate the Steelers as much as i used to hate the patriots um and the reason why i say used to is because tom brady isn't there anymore so i really can care less about the patriots but um you gotta give it to tj watt he's an absolute beast. i think he has about seven or eight sacks in the first what is this five weeks of the season um he he just was so disruptive that game. Batted pass, two sacks in this game. Um, just a just a uh, a force of. To be reckoned with. I mean, I'm a huge fan of TJ Watt. He made a great play, picked up the ball. He could have scored if he wasn't tackled. Um, and then OBJ did try to come in and punch the ball out, but just just get that dude down. it's 270, 50, 70 pounds of a man. Um, then a block, block punt, right? The block punt. Didn't really see exactly what happened on this. I don't know if this was on Lindenbaum. It was his first game back. Um, So, this is a block punt. Luckily, it landed out of bounds, and it ended up being a safety. And I think this is where the Ravens led. I think it was 10-5, if I'm not mistaken. So, luckily for that one. Um, And uh, before I go on, I do want to talk about a couple of players that came back. Ronnie Stanley didn't play that great of a game. And I think it's time. It's time for us to get some better insurance behind Ronnie Stanley, move on from him. Uh, Morgan Moses has been pretty durable, but he's in his thirties. He's kind of old. So I'm thinking that we're going to need two new left and right tackles. Um, we're going to need, I don't know if I said that right. We're going to need a left tackle and a right tackle. Probably going to need a left guard. I know they got Simpson from the Oakland. I'm sorry, from the Las Vegas Raiders, if I'm not mistaken. I'm, I don't know if I'm completely sold on him, but I know that, um, the other dude that John Harbaugh drafted, I forget what his name is, supposed to have been Cleveland. He's supposed to have been the dude to lock down that position. But he, I don't know if he's been injured. He just have not fared well. Bond, this is the first time that he has had, um, you know, uh, some type of injury or whatnot. Uh, so he was really good. He was excellent last year. Um, so I don't really have an issue or nothing like that with him. Right, ta- right guard, Zeitler, I think he's really good we might need to we might need to get some insurance by him cuz i think he's a little up in age as well but he has paid dividends since the ravens got him um of course cornerback is still questionable and um i just want to talk about a couple of the players Marlon humphrey on that uh touchdown that he gave up he's always getting burnt to me i text that to my cousin he was like always I like Marlon Humphrey but he's always getting burnt he's a little bit undersized he keep people locked down um, but he has had, has had some injuries over the past couple of years and I think we we definitely need to probably look for another top safety I'm sorry another top corner he's still durable. We can still use him, but I don't know if he's reliable. He's seemingly becoming a liability more than an asset to the Ravens, in my opinion. Marcus Williams, excellent player. Love him. Don't think we need to do too much to replace him, anything like that. But he should not have been in his game. And I wasn't only when I caught this so on one of five, seven, a fan um, Baltimore radio station, sports radio station here in Baltimore. They noticed as well that he was playing with one arm out there. Ridiculous. A lot of these people I don't think were 100 percent. Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Williams. Um, who else we had out there from injury? OBJ. You know, a lot of these players that were coming back and I told a co-worker of mine we had all these injuries. I said mark my words. I said the Ravens are going to bring a lot of these players back in either this Browns game or in the Pittsburgh Steelers game and I don't really think it was worth them bringing a lot of them back. I think we could have I think we could have did pretty well with them being out. I probably the game I would have saved them for because I think that we can beat the Tennessee Titans and that's in London and the Ravens are already over there so I know they're trying to mentally get ready for that but I think that I would have brought them back for the uh, Lions game. I think it's going to be a pretty physical, tough game, more than what they probably think is going to be. Lions are rolling. Lions, I think, are three or four and one, something like that. They only lost one game, but they have been rolling. So I would have made sure that they were healthy for that game. Um, Marlon Humphrey was, like I said, he and I – came to know that he didn't even get too much practice reps in. I would have had him practice at least for two weeks and had him ready for that Lions game. Um, the Ravens got a a pretty interesting schedule um, until they're by, which is not until after the Sunday game that they play the Chargers out in LA. So this is their schedule remaining. They have the Titans okay, 930 on Sunday. Then we got the Lions at home, then we go to the Cardinals then we got the Seahawks at home and then we got the Browns and Bengals at home and then we go out to the Chargers and then we have our bye week and we come back and this is our remaining schedule for the remainder of the year Rams, Jaguars, 49ers Dolphins and Steelers, that's pretty tough they could lose to the Rams who knows even though that one is at home, we could be favored that one. But the Jaguars, we got to go down there. We lost to them last year. We could lose to them again, the 49ers. We have to go out there. That's going to be an extremely hard game. Physical hard. That's going to be hard. The Dolphins game, that's going to be pretty hard, too. That's here in Baltimore, and so is the Steelers. That's how we end the season. So I don't know. I'm hoping that the Ravens could squeeze somehow in the playoffs because it's it looks as if it's only going to be one team in the AFC North that will be representing the AFC North in the playoffs. You got Pittsburgh at three and two. We had three and two, Cleveland at two and two, and then Cincinnati just beat Arizona Cardinals 34 20 and they're at two and three. So they are a couple of games away from just being right back in the hunt in this division. And Cincinnati was dead in the water. And this was an opportunity that the Ravens should have capitalized on and will be sitting at four and one. Four and one, like it's, it's, it's just ridiculous. Uh, here's some of the stats at the half. Ravens had 15 first downs. They out, um, they had more yardage than the Pittsburgh Steelers. 288 total yards of offense to Pittsburgh's just 88 yards. And I think they had like 15 or 16 time, um, f- 15 or 16 minutes of time of possession versus Pittsburgh's like 10 minutes or something like that. They were running the game. The Ravens just could not um, capitalize on it. And it. It was just absolutely just horrendous. Now, some of the bright sides on this game, Justice Hill, nice score to open up the game. Nice, nice, nice drive for the Ravens. He opened it up, 7-zip on that nice uh, zone run that he had. And then the recovered fumble by uh, Seymour, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's Richard Seymour. uh uh-uh. I don't want to say the wrong name. Number 25 on the Ravens, recovered from that punt return by the Steelers. Um, only for, I think this is when Lamar would throw the interception straight to uh, Joey Porter Jr. But that's something that the Ravens should have capitalized on. And people probably didn't even see the end of that play when he got that fumble. Um, the His his player was trying to pick him up because he, like, he almost fell down. I was almost like, he should have just fell down. But he almost fell down. The player like pulled him up. He ran. And then he fumbled the ball, and luckily it went out of bounds because the Steelers could have got that right back. So it's a lot that the Ravens need to fix. You know, I'm tired of hearing of, you know, just some things that we need to clean up, you know, get straight in the normal things from hardball. I'm not one that's going to call for hardball's head, even though on that fourth down he should have went for the three points. That was a stupid decision. But, you know, sometimes you get a little bit greedy. To me, it was almost saying, like, hey, we can score on this. And you can. Like, they know Pittsburgh isn't Pittsburgh, but they know that Pittsburgh can be Pittsburgh based off of that defense and how that defense can perform. So Ravens definitely need to clean things up really, really fast, move on from it. It's done. It's it's finished. We got some games in front of us. And, like, like I said, the next couple games that the Ravens have to play, uh, Titans, Lions, Cardinals. And out of those 3 games, only one will be at home cuz technically this one that's over in London is a away game for the Ravens cuz the Titans are the home team. Um so they come back home for the Lions. That's going to be a tough one. Lions are 4-1, my correction. I said 3, they're 4-1. Um and then they go to the Cardinals. <laughs> so out of the stretch at least starting from the lions they have one two three four so they have four games that will be at home that they got to take advantage of they have not been playing well at home and then they got two games on the road the cardinals and the chargers so these are beatable games of course the cardinals they should be able to beat them and get past them the chargers you know you never know with that team but we should be able to get past them as well so i don't know y'all um I'm just hoping that the Ravens end up at, at a decent record and able to do something in the playoffs. At least I would even take going to the AFC championship game losing. That's a step at least for Lamar Jackson, because he is not very well in the postseason. season um, as much or as great as he seems to be of a player. My criticism of him has always been his inability to perform in the postseason. So, we shall see how he do the remainder of the season. We shall see how the Ravens shape in the ra- in, in the remainder of the season. Um, but I will hope to be back on with you guys very soon. Um, bear with me. I'm so sorry. Uh, I had a lot of stuff going on. I even sound under the weather. I'm not sick. Sick. Um, getting over like a sore throat. Thank God it wasn't like a crazy cold and all of that. Um, but I'm trying. To, I'm trying to keep everything together. Um, but yeah, thank you all for joining me. It looks like my babies are up right now, so I'm um, going to have uh, to leave, um, but I thank you all for joining me on this episode of Sports Chat with your Truly DJ. Thank you for your support. Continue to support me, of course, Sports Chat with DJ on Instagram, no Facebook anymore. I think I had took that page down. Um, it's just been a lot to manage, um, but I'm trying to get things together, y'all, but thank you all for joining me and also also please continue to pray for the um country of israel uh what's going on over there is absolutely just horrible um but i just just pray for them um because there are some believers over there um because i know most of them don't believe but i just got to be true (laughs) they do have some believers over there so just pray for that country um and i'll be seeing you guys soon peace out